Welcome to the Hounding Health Podcast, where we try to uncover just what the hell does it mean to be healthy and how do we get there? Like, seriously, you think we could have figured it out by now? Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. With so much conflicting health info out there, the world is in need of heroes more than ever before to help us find our way. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. On this show, we don't just talk about health practices, we put them to the test. Every season, we select a human guinea pig, and with the guidance from various health heroes, we help them reach their health goals, ultimately turning them to a supreme being. Now, broadcasting to the world, here's your host, George Hound. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hounding Health Podcast. I am so pumped. Woo! The reason I'm pumped is because today, officially, we are going to have our first health hero on the show. The individual who I will be interviewing is named Cameron Cogswell. Cameron is the owner of Camwell Nutrition, but more importantly, he is also the owner of Vite Assess. The website for VitaSess is vite-assess.com, and it will serve you well to remember this name because at vitaSess.com, what you can do is fill out a questionnaire, and this questionnaire will inform you on what kind of deficiencies you probably have uh, in terms of vitamins or minerals, uh, and then it could give you a whole bunch of other information too, like, like for example, if you have a candida infection or if you might be producing a a low amount of hydrochloric acid in your stomach or a high amount. But, you know, I'm not going to get into the details right now. I just want to give you guys a heads up about the show today. We're going to be talking about Vitasess. How legit is it? How did Vitasess come to be? Cameron is a really cool and interesting dude. He's got a Bachelor's of Applied Science in Kinesiology, so he knows his movement. And you can tell just by looking at the dude, he's pretty buff. And uh, he also has a certificate from a pretty special place called the Institute of Holistic Nutrition. Uh, I know a lot about this place because my sister, Vicky, who's been quite involved with this show, also got certified from there. And our guest, uh, well, our health hero for episode number three is also going to be certified from the Institute of Holistic Nutrition. So you can see that they're uh, they're surrounding me, guys. They're everywhere. Maybe I should just go to that institute and get educated from there myself. So with that, guys, I'm passing it over to the other side where I am interviewing Cameron Cogswell. Um, so a little backstory. Usually I like to tell a little story about how I met each individual. With Cameron, this is actually the first time we're meeting. Yeah, we just met each other in the parking lot. parking lot. But I know your brother very well. Yeah. So yeah I've, heard, I've heard your name. If I, yeah. Good things are bad. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. I've, I've kind of infiltrated that group because I've only recently moved to Toronto and my fiance's brother is good friends with your, uh, with your brother. And I remember yeah. we all went to Columbia together. Oh, yeah. And uh, your brother kept talking to me about your 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 company, Vitasys. George, you got to check this out. This is so good. And I'm like, you know, just kind of shrugging it off. I'm like, dude, let's just focus on having fun. I'm not here to talk business. But he just kept <laughs> kept digging himself in there. And then finally, he's like, can you have you checked the website? And I'm like, no, I haven't, but I promise I will. And then I, I kind of looked at it. and I'm like, oh, interesting. You're you're looking at vitamin and other kinds of deficiencies and stuff like that. And then you know, I reached out. And I'm like, hey, I'm gonna do the test. So then I started going through the questions, and I'm like, this looks familiar. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've done something like this before. 
which resembled a lot the, the Nutribody uh, yes. questionnaire. Yes, exactly. That's what it's based on. Yes, and I know, and I know this because my my sister Vicky Chintalis is also involved with this project. She went to IHN, same mm-hmm. school IQ. Yeah. Uh, but uh, tell me about uh, Finasus, man. How, how did that come about? So yeah, so it came from the Nutribody. So like you said, your sister went to IHN, and they endorsed the Nutribody there. So yes, Dr. David Rowland, a uh, good friend of mine now, business partner. He's just probably the smartest person I've met. Do you know who he is? I do. I've never met him, but I do know of him. He's quite. He's he's also has his own institute, the Edison Institute. Of Edison Nutrition. Institute of Nutrition, yeah. um, the Canadian Nutrition Institute. He founded both of those schools. Yes. And uh, when I was going to IHN, he wrote a lot of the textbooks. Right. That I read. So you recognize the name, and of course they endorsed the Nutribody. We did the Nutribody in school, but it was antiquated. Yeah. So paper and pencil filling up. So same idea that you're looking at symptoms that are proven to relate to a specific deficiency or imbalance. And you're saying, hey, is this not applicable to me? Does this happen all the time I experience this? Or is it like, hey, sometimes or kind of often? So on a scale of kind of zero to three, how much this applies to you? Anyways, you fill it out. It's all paper and pencil. And then, you know, a nutritionist or a clinician kind of takes it. They multiply it by the algorithm. And then they graph it. And it takes a really long time. And it's also expensive because you've got to hire the nutritionist. He's got to give you, or should they've got to give you the questionnaire. They've got to assess it, come back to you, hours spent, money spent. It's not quick. Days, days, yeah. really, because a lot of them use it as like an intake form, as initial, hey, let's see where your health is at. Yes. And then I can better treat you too, right? So, right. So these are kind of like an intake form for a lot of people. Um, but anyway, so I just knew there was something with this test. It nailed me. I mean, you know, and more so than just the deficiencies and balance that I had, it's body awareness. Like you said, you're filling it out and you're like, okay, I recognize this. Oh, wow, this means something. This isn't just something that happens. This isn't just normal. This means something, yes. right? So that recognition is really nice because we're like normalized to pain now and conditions now and having an upset stomach, or having diarrhea, and so it's just normal, right? Yeah. So then you realize... Some of us not even aware of it. Like my, their stomachs are a mess. Yeah. There is pain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's normal now. So I just knew there was something with this test and... Um, you know, I let it go for a couple of years and I was doing my own things and, you know, I was in personal training and this and that. And, uh, you know, I told my wife, like, there's there's something with this test. Like, I think it can be bigger, right? So, yes, the school endorses it. And if you go to the school, you know what it is. But what about everyone else, the people who need it? Yeah. Yeah. So your nutritionist or your naturopath might recommend it. But, again, it was so antiquated that do they want to take the time and do it? Um, as soon as my wife has bigger balls than me sometimes, <laughs> she's just like, I'm going to call David, and I'm going to say, we want to do this. You stuff. guys call David? Yeah, yeah. So she said, I'm just doing it. And I said, well, I don't know if we should, should we just, and she said, I'm doing it. So we contacted uh, like Lori Gibson, who like manages his business for yes. me. I said, you know, let me talk to David. Have you met him before this? Uh, no, 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 no. Just calling like that. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and so anyways, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you know, you can, you can use it, you know, and, and that's fine. And so we spent some time and I worked with the developer. And built a whole back-end user interface to make this online so someone can just go on their cell phone yeah. and fill this out instead of paper and pencil, instead of going to a clinic, instead of going to a nutritionist, they can just fill it out and get the results sent right to them. Yeah. Right? I did it in 20 minutes last night. Yeah. 20 minutes is all took. Yeah. yeah, so we pre-populate yeah. the answers so you can get through it pretty quick. But anyway, so then I, I was going through them like, yeah, okay, this is good. Now we have you know his permission to do it, but I kind of want to work with him. He yeah. Knows, he invented this thing. So then I called him and talked to him, and uh, and I showed him what we built. He was, I love it. He was, I mean, he just loves it. He thinks it's the greatest thing in the world, what we did with it. 
And um, yeah, that's kind of the story. So, yeah. so now I work with him, and we talk on a you know weekly, if not daily basis, and we've become good friends. And uh, he's just, you know, you, you read someone's textbook going to school, and then you start to look up to them, and he's just such a smart guy. I've never met anyone this smart. And can you he, explain what he did? Like, because like it's. He made this questionnaire, but he didn't just I don't, bring so, it out of nowhere. So I talked to Julia Rickard. Anyway, she's the administrator at IHN now. And, you know, I'm still talking with them because I'm associated with the school. I'm a guest lecturer for the school now. Um, and she said we had, it was, it was a combination of like four teachers and two uh, students in the student clinic worked for six months to try to create something better or, yeah. or easier. I forget what the word she used, but because again, it was antiquated. It took a long time and they couldn't do it. They could not come up with anything better than what he did. And like I said, the guy's just another question altogether. They yeah. Yeah. And then, and what he essentially, what he did, he's, he went through all the research, everything. So we know, I mean, there, there's studies on studies of anything. You can look up anything now on PubMed, anything. And there, there's studies about how many cats you have and how long, like they do everything. Yeah. We know very well what every vitamin does in the body. Right. So it's simple. You provide, whether it's a monkey, a rat, a human with all the vitamins, you take one out and we observe what happens. Right. So you take out vitamin A. Okay. Well, let's document this person. They're having no vitamin A in diet, but they're getting everything else. So now we diminished the other possible, you know, causes. Correct. That, okay. We took vitamin A out. Now we documented that this, 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 and this, happened we put vitamin a back in and those things get better vitamin a must be the cause right so now we take all of those clinically proven symptoms associated with the vitamins or imbalances and we ask those questions yeah so say it's like hey you take vitamin a out and your fingernails get ridges on them. i'm just making this up yeah now we know you put vitamin a back in the ridges are gone okay do you have ridges on your fingernails well, then it might be vitamin A for you, along with all of the other symptoms, right? So Correct. if you have just one symptom, and let's say there's 10 associated with vitamin A, and you only have one of them, yeah, that might be from something else. There's other things that can happen, other contributing factors. But if you have six, seven, eight, nine of the 10, then yes, I'm going to guarantee that if you put vitamin A in your diet, you're going to feel some benefit. Right, there's right? a good probability that uh, that's exactly, the cause. Exactly. Um, okay, so you know, one of the things that people might be thinking is... So what? I could do a vital assessment. Why don't I just go to my doctor and have him just, you know, do a blood test? Like, I'll, I'll get that information from a blood test. Like, what, yeah. do, you, what do you have yeah. to say to those yeah. individuals? This is the, the biggest argument. So there's a couple things. They, they don't do um, blood testing for vitamins for the general population anymore. So December 1st of 2010, the government uh, made a new rule that they will no longer vitamin blood test for the general population because they don't see it as a benefit. Wow. So, you know, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories about the government and doctors, and I really try not to do that. Yes. But we just know when they say there's no benefit, it means it's not financially viable for them anymore. So they're literally saying the bolts and screws that make up the body and run it and function, all the little little vitamins and minerals and whatever, there's no real benefit to knowing if you have enough of those, exactly. right? It's, well, isn't that insane to be able to say, just saying that yeah, sounds I've come insane to terms to with, You know, yeah. I used to almost be angry about these things. Correct. And now it's like, okay, that's the way it is. It's an opportunity for me to have a business. Yeah. So, so that's fine. But yeah, this, so they don't test for the general population. Let's take vitamin D, for example. 
they will test you, you know, covered by government um, universal health care, if you have rickets disease, mm. which we know is, is a vitamin D deficiency. So they'll test you for vitamin D if you're already deficient. And right. this is true. You can look it up on the government website. They will no longer do vitamin D testing for general population unless you have rickets disease already, which is diagnosed by having low vitamin D. So it's almost right. like it makes no sense. So basically they're saying we won't test anybody. Until it's like almost too late. Now you've got an issue. Well, and now we're probably going to give you other things too in conjunction with, yeah, we'll throw vitamin D in there. Well, how many times have you gone to your doctor and they recommend you take a specific vitamin for your for what you're having? Take a multivitamin, they'll say. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. 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 Yeah. Um, but there, I have never been to the doctor in my life, and my doctor's pretty cool. Um, you know, she went to the, to the gym I was managing, so we became friends too, right? And she's a pretty straight shooter, and she's not all about pushing medication. But at the same time, she's never said, oh, hey, Cam, yeah, you, you know, you had that. Try to take some vitamin C. Never once. They've recommended a vitamin to me, so they're not going to do it anyway so yeah what what about in cases where let's say there's some doctors out there they're following the books and they're like the classic books and they're yeah. saying i'm going to do blood tests i'm going to check for vitamin deficiencies yeah are there any limitations to that where you think maybe Vitasess would be either would be a better tool or you might admit it's an inferior tool to the blood test like what, what are your thoughts on well, that so blood testing is very precise, mm -hmm. but doesn't mean it's accurate, right? And people, you know, mix those terms up all the time. And I used to I was like, what do you mean? If you're precise and you're accurate, but no, it's precise in the measurement that we know you have 3.2 milliliters of this. Great. But it doesn't mean it's accurate in, in terms of the context of the body. So calcium, for example, I always use this example. Um, your body will leach calcium from your bones. Your bones are a mineral reserve, right, for phosphorus and magnesium and calcium. It'll leach it from your bones if your blood levels aren't stable. You require calcium in your blood at such a specific level that you'll have a heart attack if you don't, right? You know the calcium ion channel for, for a heartbeat, yeah. right? So muscle you contraction, smooth exactly, muscle. Yeah. Exactly. So if your blood level does drop, it'll pull it right from your bones to the point where you can go to the doctor get a blood test, your calcium levels can stay normal and you actually have osteoporosis. Right. And that's how it develops. You're leaching it from the bones, so you get osteoporosis. Yet your doctor's telling you the levels are normal and you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, so so that's just one example. But yeah, the blood is not necessarily the best place to test for, for nutrients or vitamins because that's not always how they're transported, right? Have you heard of uh, Sherry Rogers? She's a medical doctor who ended up leaving her practice mm -hmm. as far as like, you know, an official doctor and saying I'm going to be more of a consultant. She wrote yeah. this incredible book. I really recommend it. It's called Tired or Toxic. Yeah. And uh, they did a study with, uh, I believe the person was Dr. Rhea W.J. Anyways, they, they took individuals that had symptoms for what appeared to be magnesium deficiency. Mm -hmm. But when they checked their red blood cell, uh, uh, red blood cell analysis for magnesium, they had normal levels. Yeah. And she's like, ah, you know what, let's take every single one of these patients and let's inject them with a healthy dose of magnesium and see if any of these symptoms cleared up. Huge, a huge number of them started saying, oh, I feel much better. Okay, but like the blood test was showing you had normal magnesium levels. So, you know, it yeah. kind of shows exactly what you were yeah. talking about. Your levels could be normal. Yeah. Something else elsewhere in the body is happening. Absolutely. You know, and absolutely. Well, blood isn't necessarily like said, the primary means of transportation totally. for all nutrients. But just like we were talking about, you know, before we turn the cameras on, right? What if you have low stomach acid? What if you have leaky gut, which so many everybody does? Yeah. And uh, so, yes, oh, wow, there's tons of, of vitamin D in my blood, but my body's not absorbing it because my, my GI tract is so damaged. 
from years of abuse, right? So even if you get a decent reading in your blood, does that mean that's what your body's absorbing? Does that mean that's what it's using? Is it converting it well? Right. There, there's so many other variables. So, um, yeah, would I go and get a blood test of my doctor to see my vitamin levels? Maybe, maybe, but you know, and the other thing is too, right? How many, how many nutrients do we need? Like 26 nutrients for optimal health. How many do they test for in the blood? Yeah. How many can they, can they test for? Maybe seven, eight. So I, uh, I have a couple of clients that in the past had to go and do numerous different tests and even with thyroid, you know, like there's so many different things you can check with your thyroid mm -hmm. and they would even suggest it. Can we just check my uh, iodine levels? Cause like, you know, we're finding some issues with T3, mm -hmm. T4. These are all yeah. part of the thyroid metabolism process or signaling, hormonal signaling. The doctor's like, no, no, we don't do that here. They can't. What do they you mean can. you don't do that here? Like, if I have low amounts of iodine, it can affect my thyroid production. Well, thyroid, one thing, iodine is used by every single cell in the body. Every single cell. Right. Is using. So, Tell me more about that. Like, but, well, that, that's one thing. I'll go on the T3, T4 thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, let's say you have reasonable levels of T4 in your blood. Yes. Does that mean it's converting to T3? Does that mean the tissue is absorbing it? Same thing with T3. I mean, even if you have reasonable levels, does that mean that you're absorbing it well? And, and a lot of times it's not, right? Yeah. And I mean, people who develop like a goiter, right? You know, the, uh, the, an, an enlargement of your thyroid gland. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. So people might not know. Your thyroid enlarges, and your body is so smart, so brilliant. It enlarges to try to catch more T3. So the absorption level is what we know is what's important, not what's in your blood. Correct. Yeah. It's, uh, it's quite messed up. Yeah. So, like, all these vitamins and minerals and phytochemicals and all that, they all work together. It's like a, it's a nice system or like a, mm -hmm. a, it's an ecosystem of their own in your body that's mm -hmm. supposed to do different things, whether it's, like, absorb stuff through the cell, you know, send signals across the body so, like, you're, you know, you're communicating from neurons to, like, to, to uh, you know, testosterone growth. Everything, everything works together. And then, but you're just checking in that one little system of, the, of your blood and plasma for a low concentration, and, and it's, it's almost ridiculous to think, yeah, we can always detect the deficiency. It's not the case. Well, it's a business too, right? So they want to be able to test for one thing and have a solution. Yes. They don't think that, that it's this complex. They know that the body's complex, but they want to say there's a single cause, there's a single solution. And right. It's just not that way. Right. One symptom could have many causes and one cause could develop into many symptoms. Okay. Right. So the doctors want to say, that's what it is. Here's the fix. Right. And you know, I, I've, I've seen this myself. So there was, maybe it was like, it was back when I was working at Good Life. So it's maybe back like oh, almost seven years now. And I got really sick sometime. And you got sick. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's rare for me. But really sick. I had like this, this, it turned out to be like a lung infection. I went to the doctor. He said, okay, take this. Didn't do anything. Went to a different doctor. Take this. So I went to four different doctors. I ended up having to go to the hospital. Antibiotics they gave you? Do you remember? Is that what they uh, I think that was one of them. Okay. But another, you know, th that's the point that I saw four different doctors because I really wasn't well. Yeah. You know, something really hit me hard. And uh, they all prescribed something different. different so yeah. it's like, well, which one is right? And are these hurting me right if i take these and and i don't need them and my body doesn't recognize them yes what what's happening is there some other possible side effects could this get worse could this help could this develop into something else so I, you know i don't want to say that i don't trust doctors but you go to a different person they tell you something different and and can that be detrimental
you know, it's an interesting thing. I didn't think we would go down the road of uh, pharmaceuticals, but my master's is in it. So like, you know, I, I, I love it deep down. And at the same time, it's a love-hate relationship. Yeah. But anytime you take a medication, people I don't think are aware of this or they don't think about it right away. Sometimes you may need it. Mm-hmm. There are certain situations yeah. where you need to take the drugs. It's life-saving. You know, by all means, yeah. please take it in a, in a situation like that. But if someone is prescribing to you a chronic dosage of a certain medication... Maybe it's to control your your acidity in your stomach. Maybe it's for your blood pressure. You need to understand that your body has this homeostasis. It's a balance, right? Where everything just kind of goes at a certain equilibrium and it controls it. If you're constantly adding this one chemical, always, always, mm-hmm. always, how can it always go back and balance? Yeah. In, inevitably, it's going to have a little bit too much of this medication and then something's going to give somewhere else in the picture. And I think that's what's happening a lot in society today. You know, it's the year 2020. We've been playing this pharmaceutical game for the last 50 to 70 years. People aren't getting any better. Anyone getting, getting sicker. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of people tend to say, well, yeah, but back, back, you know, 70 years ago, the life expectancy was only 50 something. Well, you know, they didn't have sewer systems. They didn't have this. Right. But in terms of overall health and now how much we know about the body, it's astronomical the yes. amount of information we have, but we're not getting better. Cancer rate, we're, how much are we donating to cancer research every year? It's insane. Billions, probably. So when was the war on cancer launched? I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be launching something soon, but it's <laughs> uh, President uh, Reagan kind of yeah, Maybe had this that. war on cancer in the 1970s. Everyone's like, yeah, let's jump on this bandwagon. We're going to get rid of cancer. Yeah. yeah. 2020 guys cancer is crazier than ever there's more cancer than we ever thought and then rather than thinking like how do we cure cancer why don't we just take a look at the environment around us and see what are we doing that's making this cancer go crazy absolutely yeah absolutely you know you go to these these cancer and you know i'm all about being part of a good cause because more so than even the causes of what brings people together yes you know is important and you know i like that aspect but you go to these cancer runs and what happens when you finish the race free donuts for everyone yes. free this free like, sugar. and we you're feeding the cancer yeah yeah or, or there's these uh, you know they have kids and i've been to um maybe it was the terry fox run it will creek yes my friend helps organize that run and um you know for kids that have those like bouncy castles and they're like pumping air and pumping like exhaust fumes out. And there's kids in there, there's fucking exhaust fumes yeah. pumping into their face. And what kind of they're there to fight cancer. And it's just so backward that, you know, people get really offended and really touchy when you talk about Very it. Much. Someone has cancer in their family. But at the same time. And, and we're not being just, insensitive. We don't want you or your family members to suffer from this. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, we need, and we're just trying to say, like, maybe we need to change the thinking process so that we can eliminate these unnecessary deaths to a certain extent by maybe flipping the switch and saying, can we go about it differently? Because you didn't catch cancer overnight. No. Right? It's developed for years. Sometimes in, decades. In a, yeah, absolutely. In a body that's unhealthy, right? And and I think it's recognizing that and catching it early. And, and it goes into a huge debate. And I don't know how far you want to go or where you want this to lead. But it, it's, it all starts with the kids, man. And we're advertising sugary cereal yeah inflammatory foods we're, we're advertising them you know these these cereals and there's no guidelines Sorry, right <laughs> um there's no guidelines right and they've done studies in you know uh i think it's like iran um spain uh mexico america and canada saying that you know over 50 percent and i would say it's even even higher but at least over 50% of all the foods advertised on TV are unhealthy and there's no one regulating this. So you can advertise anything you want 
And the studies also shown there's one done in Canada specifically that said kids who watch commercials for whatever your favorite one is, Cocoa Pebbles or whatever they are. So the kids who are exposed to these advertisements um, eat 41% more food. So yeah. just seeing it and, and having um, a positive reinforcement to that, and there's always a cartoon character, and there's always a bunny or totally. a happy little turtle, that positive reinforcement for eating that causes them to actually eat more. So they're making the problem worse, and it just starts young, and now that bias continues into adulthood. It doesn't mean that adults can't be swayed by these advertisements either, but if we start it young enough, then it's shown that these biases stay into adulthood. 100%. So, so you start advertising kids these things, and then you wonder why 20 years later they're all sick. Yeah, you know, it's it's almost it's it's irresponsible if you think about it. You know, you're targeting this population that is not even capable of really thinking rationally about things yeah. and conditioning from a young age to. Man, I, I I came across this study where they saw that kids thought, uh, "Who's the mascot of McDonald's?" Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald. Hamburglar. Was a nutritional yeah. expert. Yeah. You know, and they were, they were questioning yeah. these kids, and I think it was in Australia, and you're just like. Wow, these kids, they're innocent, yeah. you know, and then even adults, like, you know, we, we get persuaded from things all the time. Um, but, I, you know, I, I want to share something with you. I, I, this came to me when, we were, when I was working in a laboratory. Uh, we were doing epigenetic research. Oh, and by the way, epigenetics has shown that cancer is not a genetic disease. Because it's less than 3%. Not much yeah, not much it's is. more like the layer of chemistry and molecules that control what genes turn on or off. Mm -hmm is responsible for it if cancer grows. So, yeah. And what's that mostly influenced by? Stress, uh, nutrition, mm -hmm. you know, movement, lifestyle. happiness, lifestyle. lifestyle. So if you can get that stuff under control, then you can express the best genes for yourself, for your body, and be the best version of yourself. You'll suppress the expression of oncogenes, which are responsible for creating cancer. Yeah. Yeah. But what I, what I found really ironic, I was working in the lab, and, you know, everyone around the world, how many labs are there? Hundreds and thousands. Everybody's trying to come up with a cure, if not for MS, for cancer. The list goes on and on. And what are they all doing? you got these plastic tubes, you know, and you're, you're playing with these chemicals and you're creating these artificial cells. And sometimes you're even creating cancer itself. Uh, and then, you know, experiment is a success or it isn't. So what do you do with all that stuff once it's done? Once you finish the experiment, sometimes you're putting it down the drain. You know, sometimes, because like they're saying, these chemicals are okay to go on. Sometimes you're putting them in a, in a big box that you're going to end up burning in a facility. So it's going up in the air. Yeah. So, and then sometimes it's, it's found in our drinking water or in our lakes and rivers. And we got to filter all that stuff if you can. Yeah. They're saying that like antipsychotic medication and testosterone, all these hormone and like the contraceptive levels in the lakes are ridiculous right now and here around Ontario. Yeah. So you got to ask yourself like, are we really trying to help the situation if we think about it honestly and objectively by doing all this research or are we being a little irresponsible? And, and people will get mad. And I've had to ask this question myself because I work in the lab. I don't have a definite answer to, to this question, but I do think some sort of regulation and honest approach mm. needs to start being injected in these scientific companies and, mm. and academic research labs. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's tough to say, like, you know, and... and you don't want to bash people because yeah. you hope that they have people's best interests. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really even matter. You know, like I said, it used to almost get me angry. And, and then you learn that it's all behavioral based. Yeah. Uh, this stuff is instilled in this early. So you can't really blame the people because they don't know better. 
Right. But the doctors, you know, and I always talk about cholesterol because it's the simplest one. <clears throat> we oh. know exactly why. We know exactly why cholesterol is up, right? Yeah. Uh, and you're given a statin drug, which we know kills you. Can you, because there's some listeners that might not know, can you talk just a little bit about cholesterol? Why Why would it go up? Yep. So it's a protective mechanism. It's mm-hmm. only there to protect you. Yes, it also, you know, helps synthesize sex hormones. Vitamin D is from cholesterol, too. Um, prostaglandins from your, for your immune system also come from cholesterol. Exactly. So short-lived hormones like prostaglandins too, right? But it's there to protect you. So it insulates cells. It insulates your brain, right? Because, you know, your brain's surrounded by water. So the electrical signals have to be insulated, right? We're going to short circuit. So cholesterol is there to protect the cells, protect the brain from toxins. Yes. So, you know, and I, I give this example a lot. You can, there's no cholesterol in plants. Right? So if you eat a plant-based diet, there's zero cholesterol. People want to say, oh, it's the cholesterol in the food. I want to eat low cholesterol foods and yes. this, or they go and get a medication. But I'll make it simple. There's no cholesterol in plants. It's only an animal product. We produce it to protect ourselves. So if you eat only a plant-based diet, cholesterol should be low. Yeah. What most people think. But then you smoke cigarettes, which, mm-hmm. again, from plants, there's no cholesterol. Your cholesterol goes through the roof because your body's saying, this is toxic. I need to produce more cholesterol to protect my cells from this toxic substance that you're putting in the body. So it will make it from the raw ingredients of the body, like triglycerides. It, it will produce more cholesterol to protect you. Then you go to your doctor. They say you got high cholesterol. Yes. Of course, you know, and, and they will say to stop smoking. Yes. I think that's pretty much across the board. But your body doesn't know what a statin is. Right. You don't have high cholesterol because you're lacking a statin. Yes. Right? You're lacking something else. So if you just take antioxidants, your cholesterol will go down almost overnight. So um, so you take the cholesterol medication, um, which is the cholesterol that are protecting you from something you're doing. Yes. And so so instead of trying to find out what is that thing I'm doing, is it, is it poor dietary choices? Um, am I inhaling you know chemicals and air fresheners and my body's trying to protect itself? So if you don't get rid of those things and you take this cholesterol medication, your cholesterol goes down systemically, including in your brain, where you can't acutely lower it, um, then those toxins are going to get in. So now your health is even worse. So yeah. that's why people with cholesterol um, are, are dying younger and younger and younger. And is it the medication that's killing them? Well, maybe it's not that pill directly, but it's the indirect cause that now your cholesterol's low, but you've made no lifestyle changes. So you're still breathing in the air freshness. You're still eating the, the bullshit. Totally. You're still smoking, and now all those toxins that were protected by the cholesterol are going in your cells and destroying them. And if you look at the original pharmaceutical um, uh, research that was done, when they saw that cholesterol might be a good tool to like diminish in the body or a good target, like mm-hmm. just diminish the cholesterol, they didn't find any evidence that it actually helped and prevent heart attacks. Oh, no. They just saw a correlation, a little correlation that when people had, you know, heart issues, mm-hmm. cholesterol seemed to go up. Yeah. You're saying maybe that cholesterol is going up for a preventative measure or some sort of protective measure. Yes, it it has to be. But they just took it as like, oh, it's got to be related to the problem. So let's just bring that down and hopefully it'll solve everything. No evidence in the original papers. I challenge you guys to go out there. You can go on PubMed. It might take some time to figure it out. But if you want to know what's going on in the world today, you got to get your big boy and big girl pants on and do your own research. Like, don't even trust us. You know, like we're just giving a different way of thinking about it. And hopefully you can get some sort of, you know, useful information that you can use in order to assess the situation yourself. Yeah, I always say that, right? It's being informed, right? Um, yes. You know, I, I, I always tell my clients, I don't want you to be with me forever. I want to give you this information so you can start to you know, be informed and make the best decision for yourself. But is the best decision 
after, again, things don't develop overnight. You don't catch high cholesterol. You develop it. Same with cancer, same with all of these autoimmune disorders and diseases and conditions. They develop. So is it the best decision to go and take a pill or is it a good decision to look at what lifestyle choices you've made that led to this and change those? Totally. Right? So it's just being well-informed. All right, Cameron, let's talk a little bit now about, let's go back to your Vita Assess. Yeah. Someone does your uh, Vita Assessment mm -hmm. online and they find certain deficiencies. Okay, what next? What, so, what should an individual do? Or what will they get? Yeah, so this is part of why we developed it upon the original NutriBody. So the original NutriBody will take, so let's just say there's there's like 50 categories, right? <clears throat> All your vitamins are in those like 20, 25 of them, and then there's, you know, glandular imbalances, uh, allergies, hormonal issues, digestive issues, right? So maybe like 50 things, or maybe it's like 60. Anyways, that we look at. There's a shitload. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there's actually 62. Now that yeah. I think of. There, there's a couple more for men. Yeah. Um, because it talks about prostate, so that the women obviously, you know, won't go through. Um but so what happened in the original NutriBody is that you would take your scores and they're arranged and they go to about 100 is the high. And if you're at 100, that means you're showing clear signs of a, of a major imbalance or deficiency. But let's just say um, that uh, all your scores only go like 42 is your highest score. Yeah. So then they would say, okay, there's, there's kind of three groupings, right? Um, totally fine insufficient and then deficient yeah you know insufficient isn't something that we talk about a lot but when people say oh i'm not deficient i know no, no. you might not be fully deficient but you might be insufficient so continuing on this path you will develop a deficiency so let's stop it now yes but anyway so let's just say again it's you're, almost you're, like having a car that's making a crazy noise but you're like it's driving and that, and that goes back to and i won't stray too far but yeah. that goes back to the blood testing i'm not showing a deficiency maybe not because we're looking for again a very precise number. Maybe it says, hey, let's say the iron level. If you're under 3.5, you're deficient. Maybe you're at 3.6. Yeah. You still might want to take a little bit, you're right? Because you're away. on that borderline. Maybe two hours later, you'll actually be 3.4, yes. right? Depending on your diet. But anyways, so what would happen is you would group, you would break down that highest score is 42. Now, you know, anywhere from, from, from 1 to uh, whatever, 14, you're fine. From, from 15 to you know, 36, you're okay, you're insufficient, then, and then the rest of them, you're deficient, right? So they would, like, tailor down the score, or we said, I don't think that's the best way, because that's sending people, this is for clinicians, right? So when we do it for the public with Vitasess, we want to say, no, 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 we really want to say, if you're, like, 75 or 80 to 100, that's when you're deficient. We're not going to gonna scale it down to, to tell you to work on these things if they're low. Yes. So, again, making it simple... If you score high, you're deficient. If you score in the middle, you're insufficient. If you score low, you're fine. Yes. And then we're going to give you your top five areas to work on. So even if you're, let's say, deficient in seven areas, you can see it. We'll show you it. But we're only going to focus on the top five because compliance is huge. Yes. We know that if we tell people, oh, get this and this. And, and we've all, or not all, but people go to a naturopath specifically. I don't want to say nutrition. Naturopaths are trained on supplements and not so much diet. Right. So I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're more gonna push unda numbers, homeopathics, than they're gonna tell you. They're gonna tell you to change your diet. But if you leave a naturopath's office, I guarantee you're gonna leave with a list of supplements, a list of them. You're gonna get twelve of them to take. Compliance is usually low. So <clears throat> we tell people, here's your top five. 
fix these is going to start with like glandular and GI issues because if you fix those bigger things, yes, other things tend to correct themselves. Totally. And we talked about this a little earlier. If you have low stomach acid and you're also low in B12, well, guess what? Fix the low stomach acid. B12 is going to fix because it requires full stomach acid to be absorbed. Totally. Right? So we tell you to focus on the top five so we make it easy for people. We give them the vitamin recommendation with the range they should take. Can you take more? Absolutely. But I want to stay legal, you know, right. there's, there's certain laws where, you know, you can't recommend, hey, take 10,000 milligrams of this. You could, but again, we keep it in a, in a normal, healthy range. We say take this much of the supplement or eat these foods. So we know what, what foods are high in B12. We know what foods are high in D. We know what foods are high in vitamin A. So we tell you if you want to do that, then, hey, take this to the grocery store and just start implementing these foods into your diet, right? So that will increase your levels too. So we give people that option because some people don't want to buy pills. Right. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm loving that you're saying that. So with the Vi- the Vitasess, you're going to get these recommendations at the yes. end. If you find any deficiencies or exactly. any issues, you'll say that you can take either these supplements yep. or you can eat these exactly. foods, which will yep. help you balance yep. exactly. out. And why I like that is because, like you said, a lot of times different practitioners in different worlds of the natural world, whether they're naturopathic doctors, nutritionists, sometimes personal trainers, like take this supplement, it's going to help you. Can you, can, if you don't mind, can mm-hmm. we go more into potentially why that might not always be a good idea? Like, why wouldn't someone want to take supplements? Yeah, so... Or, or like, how do you feel about that? Is is it always necessary, if you have a deficiency, should I take that supplement? Or can I figure things out with just eating better? Like, what? how do you how do you navigate so, all this craziness? Exactly. How do you navigate? And I think that's, that's the pertinent question. So... There's a couple things to look at here. When I go, and this is why we don't sponsor any specific company. We don't say, hey, buy this vitamin A because we don't want to be biased. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of good companies out there. And that's why we don't manufacture our own vitamins. So it's easy to manufacture your own vitamins. Mm-hmm. So you, many people you, are doing you, it. It's very easy to do it. You can start it in your basement, buy the raw materials, capsulate, and start selling. It's very, very similar. You can just like white label things. Right. right. Um, we didn't want to do that because we want to give people choice. And uh, we don't want to feel like we're lining our pockets with, hey, guess what? We sell what you're missing. You yes. know, there might be some bias there inherently. And we could do that. That is a business model. We just chose right from the beginning. Let's just give people information to help them. Totally. So uh, when you go and buy vitamin A from the store, how many different brands are there? So many. A million. A million. Yeah. So that, that's, that's one of the reasons why, you know, people might want to do food over pills is which one you choose, which one's right for me. And let's take vitamin A, you know, as an example, right? Um, there's water dispersible or there's fat soluble, right? So vitamin A is a fat soluble yes. vitamin, but there's a water dispersible version, right? So if you get it from like beta carotene, isn't vitamin A, but you'll, you'll buy vitamin A and say, oh, beta carotene, yeah. right? It's a precursor. So it can be converted to vitamin right. A, In right? Body. Exactly. So that's a water dispersible version. But if you have like liver issues, you have thyroid issues, your body won't convert it well, right? So which one do you pick? How do you know this stuff? So that's one reason. Um, I'm 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 a fan of supplements because it, it hammers it. It hammers the nail. So if yes. I'm really deficient, it's the it's the best way to get a lot in there. Um, but another reason people might not want to do pills is because of long term compliance. So let's just say you're taking a vitamin supplement. Are you going to take it for 25 years? Right. Some Food you, is yeah. the best long-term solution, so in my you're opinion. That. You know? yes. so, 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 yes, I think that supplements have their role. Just like earlier you said, you know, medication has its role. Um, it, it could quite possibly never be needed if you take care of yourself from birth, but not a lot of people do. So, yes, if you're 
on the brink of death if you're really far gone and you need a medication. And same thing with supplements. You might be at the point where you're so low that you need to take a supplement to get your levels up. And then once they're stabilized, then you can continue with a healthy diet and, and normalize those for life. Yeah. A good example of that is like I think zinc is on a teeter-totter or a balance with minerals like copper and yep. molybdenum and they iron. Place one another. Yeah. So like if you're eating... If you're going to be taking a lot of supplements of zinc, you might need them at one point. In the beginning, it's a good idea. You're low in it. But if you keep taking it forever, that homeostasis that we were mm-hmm. talking about before mm-hmm. with like the same medication coming in, well, yeah. vitamins and minerals, they're medication too. It's an exogenous a compound that's made outside of your body yeah. going in. Yeah. And it can take that teeter-totter off and it too much zinc, then copper goes down and copper is involved in so many things in the body like, uh, I don't know, like polyphenol oxidase yeah. requires... Uh, copper and like that's part of your detox system, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. You know how you know your cleaning products in your houses have all these phenols in there, uh, and they need to be metabolized and cleared out of the body. Yeah. And if copper is low in your body, you can have a hard time doing that. Yeah. So you know that's why I like that you're saying take the supplements in the beginning. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, I think that's what yeah. you're saying. If you think that's going to help you with sure. your deficiency, for sure. But long term, after a while, when you start feeling good, maybe you've been on it for a year. Maybe it's time to kind of like. Focus on eating a lot of those foods that might have what you were deficient in, but also include a lot of that other food in there to keep that body in that health Diversity, balance. right? Diversity. diversity. The diversity of food has gone down so much, and I think that's why a lot of these things are on the rise, health issues are on yes. the rise. We don't need a diverse diet anymore and get these nutrients. But, you know, there's another thing, too, I'll just add in quickly, like the Vitasess, and the reason I, I did it, too, and the reason I really believe in it is because it helps you pinpoint which vitamins you need. Yes. How the hell does anyone know? I don't know right this moment, what I'm deficient in. And right. maybe I'm not deficient in anything, but I have no idea if I need vitamin E right now. Right. And I, I tell this story a lot, but I worked at GNC, right? And this is what kind of opened me up to in, in, in the world. And the That's supplements. a supplement company? Yeah. 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 They're huge in the States. They were founded in Pittsburgh. as like a yogurt company a long time ago, and then they oh. developed into like supplements and stuff. But, um, you know, people would come in and say, um, my skin's dry. What do I recommend? First of all, I'm just a salesperson in the store, so I have to sell you something. Yes. And I'm a nice guy, so I'm not necessarily doing that. But that that's the fact of, of supplement stores. You're a customer, and they want to sell you something. So, of course, they're going to – and with good intention. They might say, hey, flax oil might be right for you. Yeah. But it might – not be too. Vitasys helps you pick which one. And let's just say, you know, you mentioned zinc before, and that's a big one. So people have skin issues. Let's say they have acne. Yeah. Right? Zinc has been shown to help fix acne. Yes. But when they do these studies and they say, hey, these people had acne, we gave them zinc, 56% of them got better. Okay, now we can market zinc as like a fix for acne. Well, what if your acne is not due to a zinc deficiency? Right. Now you take it. It doesn't fix. You say, this is BS. I'm never taking supplements again. Right. Right. So it's really helping find out what exactly is causing that, right? Because there can be more than one causative factor for a symptom, right? Acne is a symptom yes. of something. It can be zinc. It could be low EFAs. It could be a hormonal imbalance, right? Excess testosterone causes, you know, the spacious glands, the, the walls to thicken. So it's more likely the debris going to get caught in there and cause acne. Right. So so it, 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 the supplement game is tough. And that's why Vitasys helps you narrow down which ones you actually need instead of playing and guessing. And instead of saying, well, I heard that B vitamins are good for energy. Yes. So I'm going to take them. Again, I take them. My energy is not up. Well, it wasn't that for you. Yeah. Is that your... your digestion was so poor that you're not assimilating these nutrients and getting the energy from them. So if it fixes your stomach, then you don't need that anyway. So Vita Assess can help you pinpoint a lot more 
clearer exactly. and better where your exactly. issue is. You know, maybe you haven't even thought about a potential vitamin that might mm-hmm. be responsible for your migraines or, yeah. or you know. Absolutely. So, like, use this tool uh, to help you get maybe per- a, a more clear approach or a more clear idea as to how you can rectify some issues that you have. But one thing that I always tell my clients, sometimes I'll give them, uh, you know, consulting advice on nutrition and vitamins, but I always tell them it's an experiment. You know, it used to be until me. Until me. Until you. <laughs> you know what? I will experiment with it. I'm going to have to keep doing Vitasessa with people and recommending it, and we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, okay, that being said, can, can Vitasessa be wrong? Can, can someone, like, get a deficiency rating on something and it not be deficient? Have you thought about that, or has that ever happened? It's possible, because I don't want to say it's impossible, right? but remember how I said that we we didn't narrow down, the NutriBody kind of narrows it, so if your highest score is 42, well now we're working on a scale of 0 to 42. Yes. I don't do that. So I only say, hey, if you're above a score of, I think it's 75 or 80. So honestly, if you go through, and let's say the symptoms that are clinically proven for a B12 deficiency, there's like 12 of them. Right. If you're saying in the algorithm, no, so some some... Let's say vitamin A. There's only seven known symptoms. Vitamin B12, there's 12. So the scale is going to be much larger for the first one, right? Yeah. So you have to, you know, be extreme, 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 showing these symptoms for it to say of a score of, of above 80, right? Yeah. So it's very, very unlikely that if you are aware of your body, if you really sit down and say, I'm going to do this test, I'm really going to be in tune with my body, and I say, hey, yes, this is happening this is happening, this is happening, and you're scoring above 80, it's unlikely Chances that it's going to be wrong. But, but I will say, as a side note, it might not be the only factor. Right. I'm, right. I'm so happy you said that. So, so like I mentioned earlier, B12, you cannot absorb B12 unless you have full stomach acid. So you might be scoring very high in the B12 scale and then go buy it and take it, and it's not having an effect. But we will have also shown you that you have low stomach acid. Right. So if you fix that, then you can absorb it better, right? So it might not be the only factor, but it's very, very unlikely that it's wrong. Do you guys prioritize in any way like what people should be uh, tending to first? Because I think we were mentioning before yeah. that malabsorption yeah. or like low acidity in the stomach, if those are present, you're probably not going to have a, a good ability to absorb any of those vitamins or minerals right. that you're taking. Right. So, you know, when I went to school, they always said that everyone has their own... Uh, Way everyone has their own thing, and everyone, you want to make a name for yourself, yes. so you you park yourself in in this thing, right, and say, uh, I'm going to go on on, on just organ cleanses because if you cleanse your organs, everything's better, and that's true to some degree, but yes. everyone's different. That's why I don't really take a stance on one thing or another, right? I say, let's treat each each person as an individual biochemical individuality is my mm-hmm. big thing. So we don't necessarily prioritize because let's say that. Again, let's say your score is 100 for B12 deficiency and your score is only like 70 for malabsorption. Yes. We're still going to tell you that the most pertinent issue you're facing is B12. Right. But if I'm going to consult with someone one-on-one and I'm going to look at these results and, and guide you as a consultant, I'm going to say I'm definitely fixing glandular issues first. Right. Okay. More systemic issues, right? Because the more systemic, then again, other things will tend to correct themselves. But it's very hard to prioritize on tests because of the scoring. It, we already have two algorithms working to work a third one in to say, well, if they have malabsorption, place its priority above this. That's tough. It's really tough to do. We worked for for a long time. And there's I'm a lot sure. of work that I'm impressed. I'm impressed by your software. Yeah. And, you know, I have to commend you and everyone else on your team. 
that was responsible for this because I find that there's a need for people to kind of take responsibility for their own health. And the fact that you guys took something that previously was given to you by a nutritionist mm -hmm. and then you had to give it back to them and you had to wait for that. I love the fact that I can go on now as just an everyday Joe Schmo if I want to do the test, get those results. And then it's up to me. It's yeah. like, well, okay, I'm looking at this. I see a little bit of a deficiency in these things. Do I feel okay enough tackling this problem on my own? Yep. You know, or maybe I hire a nutritionist or consult with my doctor or my naturopathic doctor or have a talk with my personal Absolutely. trainer. But I love the fact that I can decide how I'm going to go about it. Yep. You know, it hasn't been working what we've been doing for the last 50 years, in my Clearly. opinion. You Clearly. know, doctors and naturopathic doctors, all these people telling you like, mommy and daddy, go and do this. You're going to get better. And oftentimes we don't. Yep. You know, like blood pressure through the roof, yep. cancer rates through the roof, like yep. the... One so thing turns into another, into another, into another, right? And yeah. the other thing I'll mention that we did with the test is that it can be confusing. It can be overwhelming for mm -hmm. people. So we broke the test down, and this is what the Nutribody didn't do. You have to do the whole thing. We broke it down, so we parsed the test a little bit in the sense that you can just test your vitamins and minerals. Yes. You don't have to test your glandular issues if that's overwhelming. Because I've had people fill this test say, oh, my God, I have, I have a thyroid problem. I didn't know, and this, and they get worked up, yes. right? And I said, this is a tool. To give you information, you can still go talk to your doctor if totally. that's where you want to put yes. your trust. Or you can just say, hey, I'm just going to buy the vitamin and mineral assessment and just simply use it as a shopping tool. Before I go into a GNC, a nutrition house, a whatever, I want to use this as a shopping tool so I make sure I'm buying the right vitamins. You don't have to test the glandular and hormonal issues. You've you got want. different packages. Yeah, exactly. Can you, can you tell me a little bit about them? There's uh, the whole, there's the complete package where you can yeah, do everything. So the complete package is that it's like, I think it's 62 different things that we test for, including yeah. 25 vitamins, minerals, and then glandular issues, allergies, systemic issues, excesses like sugar, um, fluoride, copper, mercury, right? So heavy metals we test for as well. Um, but then what we did is broke down so you can buy the whole thing called Bite Complete, Bite Complete. and test everything. Or then we broke it into two different sections. You can test just your vitamins and minerals, which are 25, and then the, the other we call body systems. And that's more of the glandular system that you were talking glandular, about? Glandular, yeah, hormonal and glandular, allergies, um, excesses, um, digestive issues, things yes. like that. So you can say, I just want to test my body systems, find out what's really going on, or hey, I just want to test the vitamins and minerals, or hey, I want to test everything. What's a Vite Athlete? So that's one we put together that is going to test some of everything. So the vitamins and minerals that are important for um, energy production, mm -hmm. recovery, buffering, lactic acid, things that are important to athletes, uh, recovery in there, and then some of the glandular systems that would be important to someone who wants to perform very highly at a very high level. Um, but the Vite Athlete, honestly, I don't promote singularly anymore, and, and I'm thinking about removing it because, you know, like I said, I'm working with the Women's National Hockey League right now, right? And they all did Vitesses, each and every one of them, because they are so adamant about performing at the highest level possible just to keep their spot on the roster, right? Right. Because even if taking a vitamin isn't going to make you skate faster, run faster, jump higher. If it prevents you from getting sick even one extra day a year as an athlete, you're winning. 
You're winning. Right. So so they all did the bike complete. Every single So who who's they? Sorry, I, I Buffalo Buttes. Buffalo oh. the Buffalo Buttes. So they're women's national hockey league team. So I'm a nutritional consultant for their team. Amazing. Yes, it's great. And they're fantastic people. They're extraordinary athletes and each and every one of them did the bike complete. They didn't do the bike athlete because why leave any information out? Right. Right. So so I'm thinking of doing away with it. But it was it was something like, hey, you know what, athletes you want to test some things that are pertinent to athletic performance. Here you go. But at the end of the day, isn't everything important? Every you know. So where do you think people should start with? Like, if I'm a new person to VitaSess and I don't necessarily have a nutritionist with me at the time to help me assess it, is there a package on your website that you would recommend they start with? Or is it a case by case? Yeah, it is case by case because, like I said, some people literally say, "Hey, I've been buying vitamins for a long time. I don't know what I'm buying. I, I, I go in there and I buy vitamin C and I buy vitamin D and I buy zinc because I've just been doing it for so long, or uh, or because my neighbor told me to take these. Someone told me to take these, right? And then you fall into the same problem. Hey, this works for someone else. It doesn't work for me, and you lose faith in vitamins, right? Yes. So there's some people who just want to use it as a shopping tool. Sure, just get vitamins, and minerals. There's some people who just say, you know, I've been having a lot of of gastric problems. I've been to the doctor. They don't know what it is, but I'm still experiencing these. I should test my, my glandular and, and hormonal and digestive system, right? So it really depends on what you're feeling and the purpose of it. But honest to God, most people that come to me, I say, do the complete test. And it's it's not to sell them something more. It's why not get a better overall picture? Yeah. Why not? 100%. Yeah. Get an idea for yeah. your entire body. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we spoke about this earlier as far as like, uh, starting with supplements and then going into nutrition. But I think because we're talking about vitamins and minerals, mm-hmm. maybe we should touch on this subject. There's an issue with the soil today. Oh yeah. You know, and the amount of vitamins and minerals that are found in our food when it comes to agriculture. Um, I say this because Vicky, my sister and I, when we were first playing with the idea of the show, we, 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 did, we really didn't know if we were going to talk about supplements because... She went to the same school as you did, yep. and she she loved the idea of supplements to help somebody, and mm-hmm. I was totally against it. Mm-hmm. I was like, eat healthy, whole foods, you will be fine. Yeah. And then she looked at me, and she's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're practicing what you're preaching. I'm like, pretty much. She's like, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got a couple of kinks, yeah. a couple of issues. She's like, how's your digestion? I'm like, yeah, like it's, it's messed up from when I was a kid. She's like, we're all messed up, George. Yeah. Like, we live in Western society where... At one point or another, we were exposed to something that messed up our uh, messed up our digestive tract or our hormones, or someone was on the contraceptive pill that might have had effects on the mm-hmm. rest of the body. She's like, "Why wouldn't you use these pills, vitamins, yeah. minerals, yeah. Yeah. absorb them a little bit more readily, and then if it can correct things that you're having issues with, well, then you could think about long term nutrition. But even long term yeah. nutrition these days, I'm looking at the levels of vitamins and minerals in foods and comparing oh, them like yeah. ni- the 1940 yeah. levels to 2020, yeah. and they've dropped." Yeah. And not by a bit. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's like or- organic farming, right, is great. And and what some of the practices, what they're doing now is they're spraying like a seaweed spray on the soil. Yeah. There's so much nutrient like seaweed, so they, they spray it on the soil and stuff, and that's good. But, um, but yeah, it's tough because can you buy organic all the time? Uh, maybe. I don't. I yeah, don't. Just because sometimes it's not available. And it's like, you know, we're messing with so many things now. And I'm not a soil expert, but it's like, okay, um, the growing season for avocados in California isn't as long as it is in Mexico. So now we're going to import them from Mexico, but it's a different variety. Are the nutrients the same? So it's great that we can bring in all this diverse fruit from across the world, but they want to improve the shelf life of it. Yes. Right? So they put these things in it. They put 
herbicides on, and they sprayed it, we know that herbicides uh, wreak havoc on the gut microbiome, yes. which again then has, you know, the, the brain and, and gut access, so it impacts the brain too, and decision, and like it goes so far that, man, how do you protect yourself against all these things, and soil is, is just the beginning, but yeah, it's like eating organic as much as is feasible, yeah. right, and it's like pick your poison, pick totally. your poison, right, there, there there's so many things out there that you can fall victim to, whether it's just buying candy because oh my god I remember used to eat this chocolate bar as a kid and yes. you get it again you know, that that feeling of nostalgia right which is okay here and there but it's still a poison it's still something that's hurting you it's not helping you at all and so soil is another thing do I eat organic you know and I'm saying do it as much as you can as much right as, you can. as much as you can but um, yeah it's nearly impossible to eat fully 100% organic it's a shame because like you'll go into an airport or even a school where kids are and when you look at the cafeteria and the vending machines and the options that they have these are our kids Mm -hmm. how much forget organic how many whole foods do you readily see available for them it's crazy Uh, my uh, fiance we we had our baby girl when we were at the hospital the food that they would bring to her I'm like this is all like processed sugar it literally is garbage guys let's not even kid it it's a shame. This woman just gave birth to a kid. She just went through an excruciating experience. Uh, in some ways, it's positive. But in some ways, it's it's exhausting. Wouldn't you want to replenish her of all of these vitamins and minerals and stuff she used? Yeah. And like, de- she got dehydrated a little bit, yeah. hydrated probably. Yeah. But it's not the priority. Yeah. It, it, it really it, it blows my mind how it's yeah. not readily available. Just whole foods in general. Yeah. Uh, but then there's something wrong with the soil too. Like we're relying on so many techniques, whether it's pesticides or other GMOs, mm-hmm. to kind of help agriculture flourish. But what ends up happening is, if you're creating something that didn't need to be strong in order to survive in its environment, when you eat it, mm-hmm. a lot of these vitamins and minerals that are required in order to be strong, it doesn't have. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. So we're eating those foods that kind of cheated their way through mm-hmm. life. And we're getting void of these vitamins and minerals. It, it's it's like we're eating empty food, yeah. guys. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, George, that's the funny thing. That's if you're even still going to the grocery store and buying if. fruits and vegetables. A lot of people yeah. don't. And you were talking about, you know, the hospital and kids in schools and stuff. And the world or society, Western at least, has gone so much into success, money, marketing, things like that, that... Um, companies know that their their goal is to make money, right? So McDonald's and things like that. Oh, oh, this guy's good at hockey. We're going to sponsor him. Now it's fostering the association with kids that. Oh my God, my favorite athlete eats McDonald's. Yeah, and he's the best. Well, I guess I should be eating that too, right? So, so it's everything, man, and it, and it just goes so deep and so far that yeah, there's a problem with the soil, but uh, I'd be getting kids off of fast food and junk food and stuff before before you know not to say which is more important but at least get them eating stuff from a grocery store for god's sakes right at least get them eating whole foods and then yeah let's try to go organic as much as we can but um the sugar the junk food the fast food is is really what's destroying them i think yeah yeah cameraman it was uh it was awesome having you on the show and meeting you brother um thank you very much for being here thank you where can people go? Like, what's the website they can check out? Is there any other place you would want to talk about where they can find you or think? You know, they can find me on social media. I'm not a huge social media guy. I go through, uh, you know, I'll be on it for a bit and then I'll be off. And, you know, and again, I know we're wrapping it up here, but there's been so many studies. 
Yeah. People who are more on social media are more disconnected from people. They're genuinely more unhappy. It was crazy. I'll, I'll just touch this one last hey, we thing. got time. I'm doing this for you. Uh, Let's keep going. There was, a, <laughs> there was a study they did, and I don't want to misquote it. Yes. But um, I think it was actually at Harvard. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if I can, I'll look it up a send you so you can put this in the information. Yes. But, um, yeah, so they had people use as much social media, one group uses as much social media as they want, and they're mainly looking at Snapchat. Facebook and Instagram. Yes. They're the top three, right? Yeah. Um, use it as much as you want, like what you would do in your leisure time, right? And then they had one group say 10 minutes for each is all you can do. So 10 minutes Snapchat, 10 minutes Facebook, 10 minutes Instagram. And a day. They, they, yes, exactly. And they did it for weeks. And there was a marked difference. So the people who use social media as much as they want, and then they use typical forms of measurement for depression, anxiety, um, social interaction, overall you know, joy and well-being. Yeah. There's a marked difference, like 41% difference. Um, rates of anxiety, depression, um, social isolation were 41% higher in the group that used social media as much as they wanted. So you're on your phone, and yes, it can be a tool that's used for marketing, for connecting with old friends, for communicating with people across the world. But if if you're, are you really using it for that? Yeah. Are you really using it for that, or are you scrolling? Yes. Are you just scrolling and your time could be used for something much better? Then, yeah, you could say it's harmless, but the data shows otherwise. It's not, it's harmless. not harmless. I think everybody at this point in time knows that there's a problem with yeah. it. I think deep down we all know some of us are just, you know, accepting it and succumbing to it and saying whatever. And yeah. then others are saying, no, I'm going to be more yeah. proactive yeah. about it. But I, I know I've looked at a couple of things with the research of that. And then in Instagram, you know, like they constantly have you scrolling up from up to down, up and down, up and down. And I forget exactly how they were doing the measurements, but they were saying when we were nomads, you know, out there hunting and gathering, we were always aware. We were always looking mm-hmm. like, cause okay. you have to watch out to see if your life was in danger. Well, they've used the same eye pattern way of kind of like, you know, you're scrolling up and down, <laughs> up and down, but you're also checking that anybody commented, anybody, and they get you kind of fixated yeah. in this state. Yeah. So then you're stuck on it cause you're, you're, you're programmed to be checking with your Makes eyes sense. in this kind of pattern. Yeah. They're geniuses. Oh, they're very smart. They're very, very intelligent. Smart. Very conniving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then again, it's kind of similar to what we were saying before. Like, who are we? Are we trying to be positive individuals when selling our products? Like, are we trying to help the world? You got to ask with social media. Like, yeah. I thought the whole point of the internet was to communicate information, make us more intelligent, mm-hmm. have more resources readily mm-hmm. available to us, not to check what somebody else across the world is well, doing. Someone ate from breakfast yesterday and this, and, you know, it, uh, it, it's crazy. But, you know, I guess I, I went off a little bit. You can find me on social media. Yes. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't use it all the time. Right. Because of cognizance of that. I have a wife. I have a son. If I start doing these things and my son sees me this and this, we're just going to pick up the habit. It's not good. It's not helping. So yeah. I'll post some useful information, really try to That's help it. some people out. So you can find me there. But our website. Yes. If you want it, it's vite-assess.com, or we've also bought the domain vitaminassessment.com. Excellent. It's easier, so you can just go there. It'll take you. And like I said, there's different packages. You can buy, like, body systems, one just test your vitamins and minerals, or buy the whole thing and test yourself head to toe. What's going on? Why am I feeling this way? How do I fix it? Amazing. Well, uh, Cameron, I want to thank you because I personally used this yesterday. It's going to be part of like my hounding health journey. As you guys all know, I'm trying to show you how I would go about getting myself at a healthier state. Uh, and one of the tools that I'm really, really, really relying on is Vitasess. I love it. I did it six months ago. 
Uh, I'm doing it again now. I really encourage everybody to go out there and use it. Guys, it's gold. It is really gold. You know, he's doing something that I kind of admire, uh, and I, it's something that I'm going to be dabbling in, and there's going to be more news mm-hmm. to come, but it's it's taking things that we require, uh, whether it's nutrition or exercise or mindfulness, and we're putting it directly into the hands of the mm-hmm. consumer. You should have the power, the ability to make decisions for your own health, yeah. your own life, of yours your family and yourself. So, you know, yeah, well said. I, I commend you. I thank you. And thank you very much for being on the show. Cheers, buddy. Just a reminder for all our listeners. If you go to viteassess.com, that is V I T dash assess, A S S E S -S S.com and choose to do the questionnaire that can tell you if you are deficient in any vitamins, minerals, or anything else that's glandular related, you can go there and enter Hound20, H-O-U-N-D-20, and get 20% off uh, the questionnaire. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Hounding Health Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and join us next week as we interview other health heroes. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel where you can see George put health practices to the test every week. If you'd like to learn more about how Hounding Health could help you uncover your path to true health and make you a supreme being, go to houndinghealth.com.